You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, theatre fans, one and all. Welcome back to the We Are Theatre podcast. And today we're going with something different because we've talked about plays before on the show, but never from an Australian perspective. It's always been over in the UK. So today we're kicking it off with the first Aussie play that we're covering here on the show. And I've got Lachlan Woods from North by Northwest for me. With me. Wow. We're tripping over words already. We're all good. Hey, Lachlan, how are you going? Hey, Josh. Thanks for having me. No, I'm so excited um, to cover this. I love a good play and it's been a hot minute since I've been to one. I've been surrounded by musical theatre recently um, and this looks like a great one for the bucket list for everybody. I think this is a super good play to um, for the most in uh... oh, sorry Josh my, my no. headphones microphone just disconnected. No that's okay it's all good. Okay. <laughs> Cut out for a second there but yeah just Go back to where you were coming in from there. Um, yeah, I think also this is a, is is just a terrific play for the for the moment. You know, we've come out of two years of pandemic, and there hasn't been a lot of theatre on. And um, this is a play that you can really just sit back and 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 enjoy. It's such a roller coaster, rollicking, um, uh, wild ride that uh, you you don't have to be you know too active as an audience it just kind of sweeps you up yeah and like just reading like kind of the little snippets that are on the websites and everything like that it's just like it sounds super exciting but just again like that play that is or that show that you can just go to and be like just enjoy the moment I think and escape from whatever's going on in your life and just get out of it for a while um which I think is the beauty of theater (laughs) Have you um have you seen the film? No, I haven't. I um I actually just rented it on Apple TV for anyone that wants to cool. do that. Two ninety nine, go get it. Great. I mean, the great thing about this show is you don't actually have to have seen the film, so it's not yep. just for Hitchcock buffs. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a film that you can. Um, it's a it's a play that you can really enjoy on its own terms, on its own merits. Um, and then there's there's some extra in jokes for people that have seen the film or are Hitchcock buffs. So, oh, that's um, cool. So they've kind a, of there's a few layers there. Yeah, awesome. Um, we'll get back to the show in a second. If yeah. you could go off today and tick one thing off on your bucket list with no restrictions, what would it be? Oh gosh. Yeah. If I could do what, so one thing, I, I can, yeah. I can, it could be anything. I can absolutely anything. I can yep. anything. We can teleport you to any point in the world to do any one thing you want. Oh, you know, my fiance and I have been talking about walking the Lycian way in Southern Turkey. And Whoa. I would really love to be able to go and do that. That would be um, probably at the top of the list. It's kind of uh, along, along the coast, um, you know, ancient ruins. Yeah crystal clear waters but i think that's it doesn't that sound so good right now oh mm. so nice it's, it's bucketing down in sydney so it's, yeah it's been um, like that in newcastle up here too so <laughs> yeah i, I could right go with some sun and some clear waters for sure um yeah. and another random one to throw at you if you could have any animal as a pet what would it be i i have a pet and i have a a uh, miniature grudel well yeah. she was supposed to be miniature but she's about 20 kilos so she's not very miniature and um and she, 
I, that's all I want. I just want her. She's great. Yeah, Hilly. Love her. Love her. Win-win. <laughs> um, how did you get into theatre? Like, what was your introduction to the industry and how did you go about jumping in headfirst and getting to where you are now? Uh, so I went to um, a school in Melbourne that theatre or, you know, the performing arts was a really significant part of the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, I, I didn't really have strong intentions about doing it professionally when I when I left school. I studied arts for a bit and then I studied um, architecture for a bit. I was drifting around. I didn't really know what I wanted to do in a clear way. I'd auditioned for drama schools. I hadn't got in. I um, I decided, you know what, I'm just going to stick to architecture. Uh, I'm going to do that. And a friend of mine said, um, hey, look, I'm going to audition for drama school again this year. Do you want to do it? And I thought, okay, well, I'll just do it for do it for fun, if nothing else. And yeah. um, sure enough, I got in and I went to VCA. I studied there for three years. I graduated in 2009. And then I left and I thought, oh, gosh, I'm <laughs> to do this for a living now. <laughs> and um, that was a, a, um, a bit of a terrifying moment. And then yeah. fortunately, a few weeks later, I auditioned for a show at Melbourne Theatre Company and, uh, and, I, and I got my first job and um, that was 12 years ago. And it's, you know, um, been reasonably steady ever since and just, uh, just rolled on from there. Yeah, 100%. And you've had your share of stage and screen uh, as a artist, what do you prefer? Do you prefer like the random, like the unique moments of stage where every show is kind of different or having that thing cemented on screen? Uh, I love working in the theater and it's certainly where I feel most comfortable. Yeah. Um, there is something terrifying, isn't there about uh, something being committed to yeah. film Um <laughs> in all its permanence uh, and you know i've done a little bit uh, i've done a bit, bit of film and tv but um the the other thing that i love about theater is um it's so process driven and yeah. i love working um in a in a team in a creative team uh in a really intense way in rehearsal um with you know opening night which is a pretty clear strong deadline yeah. and i love i love the intensity of that environment and the um it's just the, the the dynamism of that environment. Like it's just a really exciting um, workplace, if yeah. nothing else. And it's it's full of ideas and uh, creative and generous people that are from all all walks of life um, that have really different and unique experiences. And um, that that's kind of what I love. I I have experienced um, in film and television. You know that it's much more. Um, independent in the way that you go and prepare yeah and then and then you you rock up and you and you deliver and you've got a hot minute to do that and yeah. um you know it's just a different experience but the, i i just love um i guess the camaraderie and the and the team feeling of um working in the theater yeah 100 i think the like the deadlines as you say with theater with opening nights and everything they have to be met there's no pushing that type of thing back yeah, with all the money yeah, that's, that's put right. online you've got to be ready and like to have that team effort to go forward and be like okay we're going to do this it really just adds yeah. that extra level of um people are coming to see us yeah we yeah, better get exactly. ready yeah 100 yeah. yeah. like it's, it's not just us or the producers we're letting down it's the hundreds of people that have already bought tickets to come and see the show yeah. like it, it's 
yeah, when you think about it, it's, there's a lot riding on you delivering some lines on a stage. Like, yeah, it's when a you real simplify, pressure cooker. Yeah. You know, it's really cool. And I hey. think the, uh, I was talking to my partner about this last night and it's, it's so interesting because, you know, normally a rehearsal process is four or five weeks and um, you, you, you launch into it and very often you've got a new workplace, new colleagues, new script, new story, new task, new character. Like there's a, there's a lot that's happening and it happens in about a month. Yeah. Um, so it is, it is really a um, super uh, giddying, vibrant, um, intense place to be. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it's pretty addictive. It always baffles me that like professional shows get put together in like a month, like going from like regional theater where we'll rehearse a show three, four months before it goes on stage mm. because of like limited availabilities and things where mm. you guys jump into a room, meet each other. And then four weeks later, you're putting the show on. And in this case, four months later, it's uh, four weeks later, it's kind of shutting down again because you're only in Sydney for a limited time. Like, yeah, yeah, it's this just is a really short season. Such yeah. like a flash in the pan, but like just the creative and what you guys would learn as well as creative being in the room surrounded by new people and people who learn different ways as well. You just would take so much out of it um, from people like coming from musical theater, like you've got Alex and um, mm. some people that have come from musical theater and then obviously the people that have trained and everything like that. Everyone just learns and processes things differently and has different processes to how they get that's, on that's stage. That's right. And everybody has different kind of rhythms to yeah. how they work too, you know, and um, some people turn up on day one and they know, they know every word of their script and yeah. other people kind of feel their way into it. And other people learn by um, kind of the physical association of being blocked and, and have attachments to kind of um, language and story through where they are physically in the space. And other people are much more um, engaged by language and other people are much more engaged um, by their imagination so there's there's all sorts of kind of um different processes um at play but you're right there's a there's a quite a few music theater people in this in the show people with music theater backgrounds yeah you know Bert Labonte David Campbell Genevieve Lemon um has done has done a bit of music theater uh, uh Tony Llewellyn Jones as well yeah um uh, Chippy lots of yeah. um lots of music theater and I think Simon Phillips um, productions and this is a Simon Phillips production the yeah. the um it, he does um require uh quite a quite a technical skill set in many ways and this show yeah. in particular is incredibly technical because uh you you barely ever leave the stage um, there's certainly no time to go backstage everybody plays um you know multiple characters yeah uh there's there's a huge audio visual component that's going on with actors operating uh, miniature models and puppets and all sorts of other things that are happening um, concurrent to the, to the action that's on the stage. Um, so it is a, it's a really high degree of difficulty. And I think music theater people, um, and I can say hand on my heart that I'm, I'm not one, <laughs> um, but music theater people um, certainly have a, from my experience, a real alacrity and ability to, pick pick things up incredibly quickly yeah. um and i think that's just from from uh you know 
you know, having to having to learn so having to be a triple threat, having to learn yeah. songs, Corey and and lines, scripts. In the same um, space that you guys are learning a script yeah. and state blocking, you know, like they're learning the music and the Corey on top of that as well. There's a whole different complexity yeah. um, to that. And so I think a show like this, you know, it, it makes so much sense to have people with um, such strong skill sets in that area. Yeah. Um, you know, they do so much heavy lifting aside from just the acting. They're, they're just, they bring so much um, technical skill, um, yeah. which is which is so important for a show like this. Yeah, 100%. Do you want to give us a quick insight into your character, Leonard and others in the show and what role you play in the story? So Leonard, um, Leonard is the henchman, for um, want of a better word, to Van Damme. Van Damme is the prototype bond villain uh some people may know that north by northwest um it's a hitchcock film but after this film came out hitchcock was actually asked to direct um the early bond films uh so it really is you know was a bit of a cultural touchstone in uh creating that that genre of film the um the thriller and or the spy thriller to be more to be more precise and um so i'm a baddie essentially but (laughs) but the baddie baddies not unlike the bond villains usually are that the bandies the baddies are pretty um luxurious stylish um uh types that they 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 have a kind of um uh, they're, they're not they're not really ghoulish baddies they're they're, they're suave sophisticated baddies and uh, van damme is the baddie that i work for and yep. uh you know he wears a wears a three-piece suit and he's a he's a dapper dapper guy and we we operate and and spy via the fine art fine, fine art world so we trade spy secrets through the antiques trade um and uh i'm i'm his henchman i'm his right hand man so uh, I kind of do a lot of, lot of uh, watching, spying, lurking in the shadows, and um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a well a very sophisticated um, baddie. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I'm just so excited like to get in and see the show. Like just the spy thriller. Like I'm, I love James Bond. I love that thriller oh, great. category. So like. I feel like throwing it back and coming and seeing the show is going to be really, really, really fun. Um, oh, you're going to you're going to really love it then. Yeah, I, I'm, is, I'm pumped. Is, yeah, great, man. Um, to wrap us up, what yeah. is your favorite moment that you think people can look forward to seeing in this show? Oh gosh, there are so many. I don't want to. I don't want to give away like because there's some moments that make the audience genuinely yeah. gasp. <laughs> Um, but gosh, it's hard to, it's hard to pick out one. It, I, I'm not just saying that it's really hard to pick out one because <laughs> this, this show is like bang, 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 like twist, turn, um, uh, surprise, shock, horror. Um, it, it's the whole, the whole thing is such a wow experience. Yeah. And I've done this show a few times, um, since we originated, I think it, it was 2015. Um, and I've done this show a few times and audiences, they, they just have so much fun. Yeah. And personally, having done the show 
you know, the first time that we did it, it it's, it's so technical and so kind of thrilling and so by the seat of our pants that uh, we actually looked across at each other. I remember in the curtain call, the very first time we did it, where we'd actually achieved everything technically, wasn't until <laughs> our opening knock. And we looked at each other in the curtain call, kind of wide-eyed, like, oh my gosh, we actually we, we did it. We actually did it. <laughs> so I would love to narrow it down for you just to like one thing, but I can yeah. honestly say that it is the whole thing is yeah. like a wow kind of achievement. And um uh is is kind of astonishing but certainly i mean the the world is so luxurious and intoxicating and suave and you know suited and dapper and you know the men are well tailored and the women are well dressed and everyone's a bit creepy and spooky as well it's just a fun fun world guys if that doesn't get you excited to the show i don't know what (laughs) honestly um and you've only got a limited time as we said earlier so the tickets are available now uh head to let me just grab the website northbynorthwestplay.com right now and you'll be able to book tickets in sydney at the lyric theater so for those of you that are in the musical theater world listening to this that's where hamilton is right now in sydney they're going north by northwest is coming in from march 9th just till april 3rd so you've only got a few weeks for this one and if Lockie hasn't sold it to you, I don't know what else will, honestly. Um, jump on, get tickets. I'm going to be there 100%. I cannot wait. Thank you for joining us, Lockie. Thanks, Josh. It was a pleasure. I am so excited. Enjoy your tech week and enjoy opening night. And we will chat to everybody soon. And we'll be back soon with a brand new episode of the We Are Theatre podcast. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There is enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.